Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey Siri, give me H-Town Soccer. Talking all things Houston Dynamo FC. This is the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We are Forever Orange. Welcome to Orange Talk, a player segment of the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We are joined by a very special guest, Houston Dynamo number eight, Memo Rodriguez. Memo, thanks for joining us today, man. Yeah, thank you, Rudy. Thank you, Christian. You know, always a pleasure talking to you guys. Memo, you become a friend of the show for sure. But, man, uh, you know, we got to chat with you before the start of the preseason. Um, obviously, there was a lot of unknown to the new regime at the time. Um, however, you know, early during the preseason, uh, new GM Pat Honstead noted that he was very impressed by you. Um, I don't know if you got, you know, to hear that aspect, but how encouraging, you know, is that to hear from from, a, you know, a new general manager? Yeah, good. I think um, it reflects, you know, my hard work that, that I put in in the offseason and obviously in the preseason as well. And and obviously, I think it was good for, for me to hear that. And, you know, you know, thankfully, I've been doing things well. Um, the team's been doing things well. And, you know, we just work every day to get better every day to, to perform on the weekends. And again, when we last spoke, I mentioned the fact that you were, you know, at 26 years old, you, you been with the club the longest, I guess, in years and in caps. Uh, and you keep increasing that clearly. But, uh, you know, you lived or we, even with the academy, even though you didn't get to play with all of them, but pretty much all the past regimes, if I'm not mistaken, right? With Kinnear, uh, Cole, mm-hmm. Cabrera, cool. Ramos. Mm-hmm. Um, however, now with a few games under your the belt, could you give us some insight on kind of what Nagamura and his coaching staff has brought to the club thus far? Or, you know, what do you think is different from, from past regimes? Yeah, I think um, obviously everybody has different ideas. Um, but I think Paulo really instilled in us, you know, from the first day that we're going to actually be a team that plays with the ball. We have possessed the ball, be aggressive in the attack. Um, and obviously that those circumstances changes during the games, you know, obviously tactical changes have to be made, but, um, you know, we're, we're going to be a playoff team. There's like no ins, there's no no's or buts of not making playoffs this year. You know, that's our first goal. Um, as a team you want to strive for and also, you know, give the fans the, the happiness they deserve. You know, they're always with us. Like I said, in the, uh, in our last chat, you know, they, they've been in with us, you know, since, since the start and, and, you know, obviously both fans team and organization hasn't had the best in the past. And, you know, hopefully we're striving for that this year and, and hopefully make a good run. Um, but it all first starts with making playoffs this year. Got it. So I guess we can move towards a little bit towards the current season. Obviously, uh, you know, you had kind of like a frustrating time last few seasons. Uh, but like you mentioned, you know, you kind of been entrusted with all your hard work as a key piece of the team as of late. 
you know, playing meaningful minutes in all three fixtures, um, you know, the, the draw, the loss, and the win um, that happened last weekend. Um, but do you feel your hard work is paying off? I know you kind of hit on that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think the first two games, I mean, obviously, you know, we're learning the ideas, you know, preseason, obviously, those games uh, mean something we want to win, but they're not real games. Like when the league starts, it feels, I think that there's different feeling. There's fans. Um, everybody's excited for the season to start. Um, so just the, the league games are just way different than preseason. So, you know, the preparation on everything goes different. But, um, you know, I think with the right attitude, the team's done well. Obviously, I started the first two games and not the third. Um, but, you know, I think that's an also positive thing um, and th this year, you know, I think nobody, I mean, we care that we don't start, obviously mm -hmm. everybody that plays football wants to start in a game, but we know that everybody can contribute in any way possible as how many minutes we get in the game or no matter who starts. So I think everybody's, we actually feel like we're a big family now. Um, obviously that, that win against Vancouver was great. Um, it's something to build on. Obviously we can't be too high on a win and obviously not too low. On, on those wins either, but, you know, we, we got to keep improving um, and, and try to become a team that's hard to beat at home. And, you know, we have to get points away from home as well, which is going to be key for the rest of the season. Yeah. And you, you hit on the fact that, you know, each game, the tactics from coach Nagamura have been different. Um, how, how would you, uh, you know, define your current role, you know, as the creative midfielder when you get to play in those three? Yeah. I mean, um, the first two games, obviously, we formation changed a bit. Um, in Kansas City, we were a little bit, I think, too defensive. Um, you know, but that always comes when we play Kansas City. You know, they're a team mm -hmm. that attacks, you know, and, and there's only a few chances in the game where we got to put our opportunities. You know, we get two or three chances and we got to put it away. If not, they're a team that's going to press you 90 minutes. And, you know, this third game against Vancouver, um, you know, we switched formations, switched a few guys, and, you know, they did a great job. Um, and, and pretty much got the job done. And then the subs that came in also did great, you know, to close it out. And, and I felt like that, that role, you know, that when I have to be a creative midfielder, um, like it was against Vancouver, then that's who I have to be in, in that situation. You know, if Paulo says, Hey, you have the freedom to roam around as the number 10, then, you know, that's my job in that game. And, you know, obviously, roles change at times if he's, we're playing a 4-3-3 and, and, and it's defensive um, like with Kansas City um, you know I have to be creative but at the same time I have to be aware um, to help the back line defend um, but no I mean I think every every game situational in a way um, but I always want to be um, attacking minded create chances um, obviously this past game I thought I was going to get a goal uh, from that free kick but um, you know, just get the job done when, whenever I come in as many minutes as I get, you know? Yeah. And you mentioned, obviously, you know, Quintero at the end of the day, stole the show with a brace, uh, but you were not too far off, you know, getting that your own goal uh, as well. So, some say that crossbar is still pinging, man. I don't yeah. know. But, uh, you know, even your reaction said it all. We were, uh, me and Christian were on the supporter section and we got like yeah. a perfect view of that, of that shot. But, uh, you know, we, I think we were kind of expecting that bubblehead celebration coming, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember <laughs> we did talk about that. But, uh, you know, how often, you know, especially for the younger listeners, you know, how often do you practice taking set pieces to fine-tune your craft? Yeah, I mean, you know, as, as, as many times as I can as possible. I mean, obviously, 
during the week we have certain loads we have to meet and say the first two days the beginning of the week is our tough days you know then I won't do anything after practice but Thursday and Friday you know I take a few free kicks here and there corner kicks and we work on set pieces so those are the times to really try to work on our craft um, and make the most out of it because you never know you know you might go in a game a minute and you have to take a free kick and it mm-hmm. might be the game winning free kick or the game time free kick and you have mm-hmm. to be prepared for those moments and try to get at least the ball on target and you know that's that's what I try to do um, against Vancouver and and obviously didn't go in this time, but, you know, you keep on working and, and try your best every time you, you get on the ball. Yeah, I think my biggest pet peeve is that crossbars count as a miss. That's, you know, a myth. To me, yeah. it's on it for sure. Yeah. But, hey, uh, I'll let Christian kind of continue uh, some of the next questions regarding uh, the next match against Colorado. Okay. And, well, before we, we kind of move on to the Colorado match, uh, I wanted to ask you, you know, about the free kick situation. Uh, are you, well, you know, usually, you know, in a team, there's a couple of guys usually that take free kicks. So if you were to like, well, I'm not going to ask you to rank yourself with your peers, but, uh, but you know, how many of you guys, you know, if, if a free kick comes along, you know, as like, if you have competition in the field, you know, how, how do y'all dictate, you know, who's going to take it? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, play a uh, paper, yeah. scissors in the, in the dressing yeah, room. Yeah. Yeah, so I think sometimes, you know, when we when we train them, um, um, we haven't done it too much this year, but when we do train them, we're, we're, we'll talk amongst each other, you know, who scores the most goals when we're, we're taking free kicks in practice. Or sometimes it just comes down to seniority sometimes, you know. Sometimes we have to respect that. Um, mm-hmm. And then sometimes you have to, you know, sometimes you have to say, hey, like I, I'll take this shot, you know, I think I'm going to make it. Let me take this one. If I don't make it, then, you know, mug me off the next game you know but yeah. no but I think it's just a matter of confidence in, in each other um obviously um I, w- I would like to think I'm a pretty good set piece taker um so you know Darwin's a pretty good set piece taker as well so you know usually in the games if he takes one then maybe the next one's mine as well um but no it's just a matter of um talking it over in practice and to see who wants to take the the free kicks and, and also uh, in practice, how, how important is it, you know, you're a right-footed uh, guy and then, you know, you have your left your lefties. But how important, you know, to like the younger guys, you know, coming up, how important is it for you to also take uh, shots from like the opposite side, you know, like going against your, your desired foot, I guess? Yeah, I think it's important, especially um, the way you have to hit the ball, I think, I think is going to be a little bit different on, on each side. Um, Obviously, the the goalkeeper's position might be a little different. Um, it might be more open on the left side than the right side because he doesn't think you're going to shoot it. Um, that's why sometimes I kind of look up at the keeper and see where he's at, where he positions himself. Um, but it's very important just just so you can have that same feel when you hit the ball from both sides and and know the way you want to hit it. You know, it's it, it's always different. Like I said, it's always different the way you approach approach the ball and, and be able to hit it from both sides. All right. And a little quick one before we move on, I promise. Uh, have you ever tried hitting it with the outside of the foot? You know, maybe uh, a, a little different uh, spin to it. You know, I think if I ever did with the outside of my foot and I shanked it, 
I don't think <laughs> from the team or Paulo would be pretty happy with me, you know, just missing, just giving away an opportunity like that. You would never get that ball back. For I sure. would, I, I would, I don't think I would ever get that ball back to be honest with you. Um, but you know, if I, if I ever, if I ever even thought about it in a score, then they'll, they'll, they'll be like, okay, it's yours. Right. But, but you know, that's one in a million though. It's going to be a, a tough shot to do it and just to generate that power, getting over the wall and, you know, beating the keeper. But, yeah, for sure. I want to keep on shooting free kicks, so I'm, I don't think I'll do that. <laughs> right. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to uh, Colorado. You know, a, a good matchup. Uh, you know, Colorado has been – they lost their first game. They won the, you know, the last two, you know, against big opponents, Atlanta, Kansas City, uh, you know, 3-0, 2-0 also, you know, with a shutout. Uh, you know, how do you, how do you guys come in into this game, you know, mentally and, and – even just the way that maybe, you know, obviously everything usually comes from the coach to you guys, but, you know, you as a player, how do you prepare yourself into this matchup, going into this matchup? Uh, I think, you know, just every game we approach it kind of the same way um, in the sense that, you know, mentality-wise, the way we want to win. Um, obviously, the tactical approach might be a little bit different, um, but, you know, we have that drive to, to be able to win games at home uh, from the support of the fans. But, you know, we know that Colorado is a real strong team. Um, they're a little bit similar to Vancouver. Um, no disrespect to Vancouver, but I think Vancouver is a good team. But I think Colorado, you know, they're good defensively and good offensive as well. And they're a team that all, all 11 players work hard. So we got to be prepared. There's going to be a grind to get the result. Um, but, you know, we're, we're ready and up for the fight. Rudy, do you have anything before we move on? Yeah, well, and you know, the Rapids have some familiar faces or some familiar foes like Michael Barros and Brian Acosta, you know, who played with, uh, who had played with FC Dallas. Uh, Barrio seems to love to gust against us, man, against the Dynamo. But uh, how can the team stop him from doing so, per se? And uh, does that rivalry continue even though their jerseys has changed, Memo? Um, I, feel, I feel if I have... Um like a good game against a team that I really like, you know, I think I'm always going to be motivated um, to play them. I, I think for me personally, I like playing against the galaxy sometimes because um, I've scored, I think two or three times against them. Um, but yeah, I think um, for him, he, he knows Houston. Well, um, he'll be super motivated, but we can't just focus on him. You know, I think we, we focus more on us and the way we're going to approach the game and the way that we're going to attack them. Not so much, um, obviously we got to be organized defensively, but we're not, we're not going to care about, you know, just, Hey, Colorado's going to attack us. Let's sit back and get a result, um, by tying or, or a counter. We're not, we're going to come with, you know, the pedal foot on the pedal and, and be ready to try to score as many goals as we can. And, and obviously we know that they're a good team, so we have to be prepared for them because they're a dangerous team. And I guess one more relating to, you know, like the last home match, uh, the Hustle Town supporters seem to really enjoy that safe standing section. I think the atmosphere they create has been awesome. It's not that it hasn't in the past. It just feels even better. Right. Yeah. And uh, you saw obviously the streamers kind of come down and stuff, but uh, how does that help the team during the match during a whole match? Obviously, you know, I think a lot, I mean, without football, I don't think uh, without fans, there's no football, but um, it's great, man. We, we always appreciate the support. Um, like you said, just the overall vibe out of the whole organization, not just the fans. Um, 
you know, it's different. You know, we, we feel their energy, you know, they're the ones that pushes us 90 minutes. Um, so I think overall, as the organization continues to grow, you know, we're going in the right direction. And I think the fans feel it as well. And, and there is a testament of this past game that we played. So, you know, we want to keep, keep hearing them yell, scream, cheer for us um, to help us, you know, push um, for a game winner or, or just, you know, for the win. Um, because obviously when we win, they win as well. And, it, and it's a great time at the end of the game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. For sure. So let, uh, we'll move into the fun questions. I think this is the ones that you've kind of been expecting, Memo. Cool. Um, we, we have a few, and, and I guess I'll start off with one, uh, okay. if that's okay, which cool. is, um, you know, regarding, and it's a, a question I think everybody in the squad is getting, but, uh, you know, what's your reaction to uh, the signing of Hector Herrera? And, uh, you know, where does the team really want to be, you know, before his arrival? Obviously, you know, there's still a lot of fixtures in between his arrival. Yeah, I think, um, you know, he's a, a player with a lot of quality. Obviously, everybody knows that. Um, he's not at Atletico. He hasn't played at these big clubs um, for no reason. Um, so I think we're just super stoked to have him. Obviously, um, Pat and and Ted are, and everybody in the organization is doing a great job. And in order for us to, you know, become the dynamo um, that was in the past, you know, who would win um championships and and that's who who we want to be and i think he'll be a great addition to that and i and i think um he's going to do well when he comes in the summer and i think we're very excited to have him and we'll see um um what he has to bring obviously we know he's like i said he has a lot of quality so he'll be a big help to our team um in the summer but um i think as paulo said before you know he's not here until the summer so um with the guys that we got um you know i think we, we have to do a great job and in order for him, you know, to just adapt well um, and, and have that adaptation, you know, be easier for him with the help of the teammates. Cool. I mean, yeah, as, as great, I think everybody's expecting, you know, as much as you guys are, I think, you know, as fans, I think the fans are also expecting, but I think it's enough, enough about, you know, the soccer. <laughs> yeah. Let's get, let's get to the, let's get to the real questions. So we need uh, we need some some backstory to this whole uh, Mate situation. How did that how did that show up? Um, I mean, pretty much, you know, it was uh, you know here and there when when Mate would um and Tomas and and Mattel were here, you know, I would try the Mate and I kind of liked it, um, you know, and and it's pretty cool, just like the cultural, just to you know embrace a different culture, especially you like it, you know. It's so you know I had um, Seba. 
um, his, his girlfriend was in Paraguay and I think she's here visiting. I was like, and I've been looking for matzes and I was like, there's no, I can't find any of them here. There's no shit. <laughs> there's nothing. And if, if they were some, there were not the right ones, you know? Um, so, you know, I said, Seba, Hey, maybe you can um, have somebody from Paraguay, you know, send it over to you or, or have your girlfriend bring it um, with you when she visits. And so that happened. And, and I already had knew that I had the, the yerba. Um, because Mati and Maxi, they had it. So I ordered one and Mati gave me, uh, Maxi gave me a mate. So pretty much those guys got me hooked on it. Um, I, I have one pretty much every day. I don't drink it all day like them because um, I don't think I, I would. Um, so I, I, I'll, I'll take one every day and, you know, it's, I like, I like it. And, it, and I like part of being a different culture in, in the world. It's pretty cool to embrace, you know. So, so now that, you know, you're basically Argentinian in a way. <laughs> so I, I, I wanted to do a little quick, a quick fire, a fire round, you know, and just uh, okay. see how, how, how Argentinian, you know, are, are you now? Okay. So, you know, you, you probably, probably heard of these things. You probably haven't, you know, with the guys being around, but, okay. you know, just to see, just to get your reaction of it. So, uh, so how's your, how's your, uh, your Argentinian Spanish? Are you, are you able to, you know, are you the shabby guy, the bushel guy? Are you? Are you yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, sometimes when we're, we're speaking, you know, I give them a little bit of bushel. I, I be messing <laughs> with those guys, you know, I, I know I, I mess around with them, you know, speak, speak the, the way they speak sometimes. So I, I'm with it, man. That's what's up. All right. Have you had any choripanes yet? Have they invited you? Oh, over I, to I, so, I, so quick, quick story. I, I went to Argentina when I was 15. And I went to a River Plate against Huracan match. So, and then right after the game, we had Choripan. So I, I'm pretty familiar. Are you Argentinian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so at the hotel, yeah. every morning, I would always have me a media luna. All the time. Hey, yeah. All the time. Of course. Well, if you need a spot, I can get. I, I know a spot where you can get some facturas. So okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll give you, I'll give you an address. All right, um, cool. Have you, have you had uh, morcillas by any chance? Morcillas? No. No. So it's like a, it's like a, like a, you know, like a chorizo, but it's actually, it's like black, but it's, okay. uh, I don't know how to say the word, but it's, it's basically blood, but it's oh, really okay. good. No, no so, I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if you ever had it, you know, instead of a choripan, it's a morcipan, oh, okay. so, you know. Oh, okay. But okay, okay. if you, if you ask, if you ask uh, Mati, I'm pretty sure he'll know. Okay. And then how many, and then this is the, I think this is the real question, you know, how many uh, woludos do you drop in the day? Mean, um, you know, <laughs> every once in a while, I do like for just to mess around with with Mati more than anything, um, because he's really the only Argentinian guy in, in our locker, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I sometimes it used to be more whenever Maxine and Mattel was around, then it would be more, um, you know, just to you know mess around with them, but uh, not too much. I I like four, three a day, not too much. Right, just a, a good average. You know, yeah, good, good average. average. <laughs> I don't, I don't get too aggressive with the word. I don't overuse it. Nothing. Just to mess that's around good, with the guys. And then, uh, since we're you know in the, in the area of soccer in Argentina, is there any Argentinian soccer players that you maybe have looked up to or that you like how they play? Maybe late like plays that are retired or maybe current ones. Um, you know, I always like the way Uncle Di Maria played. Man, he's, I think. A lot of people don't really talk about him too much. Um, 
I think he's underrated in, in the world, I guess, the, oh, of like the top class players. But I mean, I like the way he plays, um, the, the energy he br- brings. And he seems like he has like four lungs. He doesn't stop running. Um, so I like the way he plays. Also, Dybala, obviously. Um, yeah. La Joyita, obviously, he's a, he's a fantastic player. And those are the two guys. I, you can't forget about Messi, but he's a, he's a different level, man. He's a different breed. Um, <laughs> right. But, but yeah, th- those guys are, are are three guys that are, you know I really like to to watch. And uh, last question: Now that you are a little bit more more Argentinian, how closer do you feel like you're playing like Messi? Oh man, I'm, I'm miles <laughs> away. Maybe universe is away from him, man. I think that uh, Mate is gonna give you superpowers, man. Yeah, I know. I need to, <laughs> I watch him all the time. He's like he's drinking Mate. If Messi drinks Mate, I'm gonna drink Mate. Maybe give me superpowers, you know. Right, you never know. I mean, it didn't work for me, but maybe it works for you. <laughs> no, but but that's that's the fire round question right there of how are, of the new segment we'll have is how Argentinian are you? So you're nice. the first guest. <laughs> nice, and I think I passed. I think I passed. Yeah, you're, you're pretty. You're a pretty good Argentinian. I think. I think you know, with the four, three to four boludos a day, the the yeah. few mates. And the and Chiripan, I, I think you're certain. And then I added the extra media luna, you know, you see. There you That's go. true. He, he, know, he knew more than you thought, man. So right? for sure. Yeah, for real. He did. Surprise <laughs> me. Hey, man. Well, hey, Memo, thanks so much, man, for jumping off today. Well, you know, with us today. I uh, wish you nothing but the best for the coming matches. And, uh, you know, maybe we can have you again. I think you've become a, a friend of the show, like I mentioned earlier. So, and we enjoy having you in and hopefully get more insight of the matches coming up, man. Yeah, man. Anytime. Um, always a pleasure, Rudy, Christian, you know, we always have a good time. I'm chatting here. So, you know, anytime, just, just let me know. And you know, Rodrigo wasn't here because the dude is in, uh, actually he was in Rome watching a, a game over there. So, oh, he went, nice. so he's a, he's a man out, but you know, he's missing talking to Memo Rodriguez, which I prefer yeah. more. So yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. He's in Rome. So I doubt that he's, he doesn't care about missing one show, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not too bad. But, uh, man, again, thanks again. And anything you want to tell the fans? I know you kind of mentioned them, but, you know, for the next matches. Yeah, I just think, you know, we appreciate the support. Thanks for coming out and, you know, get ready to rock on Saturday again. And, you know, we keep moving forward.